0: Well, welcome. Thank you for joining me in this episode. We're going to talk about some productive things we can do in just a few minutes. You'll find links and additional information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 359. This episode is brought to you by our longtime sponsor, Text Expander. You know, Text Expander is one of my very favorite productivity tools for myself personally uh, in my legal practice and in the productive woman stuff I do, and just in any general typing that I do. And what's great about Text Expander is it can be used. In teams, so at your job, in an organization you belong to. In our fast paced world, things change constantly and errors in messaging often have significant consequences. It's important to be consistent and accurate in the messages we put out into the world. Text Expander lets you make new approved messaging available to every team member instantly with just a few keystrokes, ensuring that your team remains consistent. Current and accurate. You can get your message right every time because. Text expander allows you to expand content that corrects your spelling and keeps your language consistent with just a few keystrokes. Your team members will consistently know the right message for the right person at the right time without relying on memory or copy and paste. That's one of the things I just love about text expander. Is it lets me be accurate and correct and current in the things that I'm typing whether it's in an email, in a word document, on a website Anywhere it just helps expedite that without having to remember things or copy and paste from various places. Well, Text Expander offers listeners of the Productive Woman 20% off their first year of this, what I consider to be essential productivity tool. You can learn more about how Text Expander can help you and your team be more effective and more efficient in your written communication by visiting Textexpander.com/slash podcast. That's Text Expander, T E X T E X P A N D E R. Textexpander.com slash podcast to learn more and to get 20% off your first year. And be sure you let them know that the Productive Woman podcast sent you. All right, we're going to get into our topic. Uh, And I've been thinking about this a lot and sat down and kind of this came together pretty quickly for me. I hope it's going to be of interest and of use to you because it's something kind of relevant to my life. I think sometimes we think to be productive requires a lot of time and effort and energy, and we need big chunks of time to accomplish the things that are most important to us. Sometimes that's true. We need chunks of time where we can focus and pay attention to uh, the work that's important to us, whether it's, you know, work, paid work or the project of our heart. So I'm not dismissing that at all, but we don't always have big chunks of time to devote to particular tasks or projects. And so I wanted to talk about some things we can do to be productive when we only have a few minutes to do that. And so I came up with 15 very productive things that we can do in 15 minutes or less to help us be productive and efficient in the way we use our time. And I broke these down into three categories. So there are some regarding, you know, maintaining our house or our home. There are uh, some related to just Life in general and general organization. And finally, there are some related to self care. And so let's start with five very productive things we can do around the house in 15 minutes or less. I wanted to start there because whether we live alone or with roommates or with a spouse and a house full of kids keeping our home in order is a never-ending task. There's so much to do there. And it matters because if we want to make a home rather than just live in a house or apartment, we want to make it a place where we and our families and our guests feel welcome, relaxed, and at peace, and able to develop those relationships, relax, or work on our creative pursuits. And so keeping it orderly and clean and all those sorts of things, it matters. That's why the old fashioned word homemaking, I think is still important, that it's not about just living in a house, but making a home. And so there are five things that I thought of, I actually thought of more, but I decided just for kind of to keep it even, I would just do five in each category. So five things we can do in 15 minutes or less to help be more productive and more at home in our home. And number one will come as no surprise, we've talked about this before, and that's make the bed. Now, actually, most of the time you can make the bed in maybe five minutes at the most. It's an important thing to do. It's something we've talked about it in the past, you know, kind of a famous video out there on YouTube of, of a military leader talking about why making your bed the first thing in the morning is such a key to a productive life. And I'll, I'll try and remember to find that video and put a link in the show notes in case you haven't seen it, because it was really kind of inspiring. But basically, making the bed is a way to, right off the bat, establish a little bit of control over your space and over your life. And, you know, a lot happens in our lives that we have no control over, but this is something we can do to assert that little bit of control It only takes five minutes, maybe at the most, to pull it together, you know, just straighten out the sheets and the blankets, fluff the pillows, put everything in order so that it's ready to go. And as the biggest item in the room, getting your bed in order immediately makes the whole room look better. And so that's why it's such an efficient way to spend a few minutes productively And the truth is you will rest better at night if you get into a bed that's been made. I can find some links to articles that talk about this, but that's certainly been my experience that getting into a bed that was made uh, earlier in the day, it's a nicer experience. So number one thing you can do in 15 minutes or less that's productive for lots of reasons is make your bed. A number two that you can do in your home in less than 15 minutes, probably less than two minutes is empty the dishwasher. Why does that matter? What's the big deal? Well, if it's empty, the things you need are now where they belong. And it also makes it easier to put the dishes in there as they get used rather than piling them on the counter or in the sink. So it keeps the kitchen tidier by doing that. A kitchen is more pleasant to work in when it's tidy and it's certainly more efficient because you're not having to work around a full sink or messy countertops and anything you need to use uh, if you're cooking, for instance, is going to be where you need it because it got put away. So emptying the dishwasher, I personally try to uh, start the dishwasher before I go to bed at night if it's full or close to full, so that in the morning the dishes are all clean and they've had time to dry. And then I can take a couple of minutes to put everything away. And then throughout the day, as we use dishes, we can put them right into the dishwasher and you know keep that cycle going so there aren't dirty dishes piled around. If your house is like mine, where the kitchen is open to the living area, having the kitchen tidy makes the rest of the house look better or that living area look better. So I think it's a really good use of time and it only takes a couple of minutes at most and uh, can set you up for a successful day. Whether you do it first thing in the morning or at some other point of the day, the point is to get it empty. That's a great way to use. If you've got a couple of minutes and you realize your dishwasher is full uh, and clean, go ahead and put them away. If the dishwasher is already empty, you can use your few minutes to load it or t- or to wash a, f- a few dishes by hand if you don't have a dishwasher. Number three a productive thing that you can do when you've got 15 minutes or less to do something around the house would be to declutter and tidy one drawer or cabinet or shelf. Why does this matter? Well, the less we own, the less we have to clean, store, maintain, find, sort through and all of that, it makes it easier to find and use the things we actually like and need. So we've talked in previous episodes about the value of decluttering and, and, you know, I'm not a minimalist and I'm not suggesting we need to only have, you know, one spoon, one fork, one plate for each person in the house. I'm just saying most of us have more things than we need in the various drawers and cabinets of our house and the shelves in the house, whether it's in the kitchen, the bathroom, the bedroom, the living room, wherever. Uh, we collect things, don't we, most of us. If, if you're not one of those, then we can, you know, we'll pass on and maybe there'll be another one of these things that will be more useful to you. But for most of us, we have more things than we need. And even when we organize periodically, you know, things get messed up in just daily use or things get tossed in a drawer they don't belong in just because it's convenient or you've got people coming over and you're trying to clean up. So if you've got 15 minutes or less and you want to make an impact, just choose one drawer or one cabinet or one shelf in some room of the house and go through it very quickly and pull out things that don't belong in there. Toss trash where into the trash Um, maybe find some things to get rid of and then reorganize it so that the next time you want to use that drawer, cabinet, shelf, whatever, uh, it's more orderly and it's going to be more efficient to use. And if we make a point of using a few minutes each day or several times a week to do this, to declutter one drawer, one cabinet, one shelf, then over time we can painlessly reduce the amount of unnecessary possessions we have, simplifying our lives, making our homes more spacious feeling, more roomy, more orderly, and our lives simpler. And if we do this you know, rotate through the house, so to speak, in doing this, then we can get through all of these spaces in this way over the course of just a few weeks. Uh, But again, it only takes, it doesn't even need to take 15 minutes. If you've got that, you can probably do a couple of drawers that way. But certainly in four or five minutes, you can do one, just tidy it up a little bit and uh, make your life a little better, a little simpler, a little more efficient as you go. Number four kind of follows on that. And here's something that if you've got 15 minutes or less, and you want to do something productive uh, to make your home more orderly and more pleasant to live in, to find 15 or more things to donate or discard anywhere in the house. Um, for all the same reasons, decluttering a drawer, or a cabinet is productive. Doing this periodically can be a great way to sort of painlessly simplify your life, make your home more orderly, less cluttered, and. The idea is, you know, you've got a few minutes, maybe you set a timer or you're waiting for your kids to be ready to go somewhere. You're waiting for someone to come to the house, grab a bag or a basket or a box or whatever, and just speed through the house very quickly, scanning the spaces around you, pulling drawers open, looking on shelves, looking on tabletops or countertops and pull things out to either donate or discard. Now, discard is obvious. If it's something that's broken, you you know, you're looking for 15 things, or you can set a higher number if you want to. But this is kind of a challenge for yourself as you go through the rooms of your house very quickly, because you don't have much time, right? We're going to do this in 15 minutes or less. Look for things, first of all, that are broken or torn or damaged and that are not serving a purpose anymore. Those are easy you know, kind of low hanging fruit, grab those, throw them in the trash. But beyond that, look for things that you don't love, that you don't use, that you kind of, they've just, they're taking up space, but not serving you in any way. And doing this quickly helps you prevent second guessing that when we, you know, set, set aside time to like do a major declutter or something, it can be hard because we, we pick up things and we think, Oh, I might use this someday or, Oh, my aunt so-and-so gave this to me. And, and we hesitate and we second guess, but by, you know, putting yourself up against the clock to do this very quickly and just say in the, in the next 15 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever you have, I'm going to find 15 things to get rid of, to take out of my house. They're either going to be something that goes in the trash or something I'm going to donate so somebody else can use. And, and so you're doing this quickly, you're racing against the clock and it will help kind of minimize that second guessing. And you're going to just go with your gut and you uh, ask yourself, do I use this? Do I love it? If the answer is no, put it in the donate box and then get it out of the house. So that can be a fun thing to do. You know, every once in a while when you realize, Hey, I've got 15 minutes here while I'm waiting for, you know, the, the bread to bake or <laughs> whatever it might be. Here's a great use of that time. And then number five of the productive things you, you can do in 15 minutes or less is uh, use that time to reset the main living areas of the house And by reset, I mean, just go very quickly. You're not doing a deep clean here. You're going to go through very quickly. You're going to toss the trash. You're going to put toys, books, things like that away, uh, electronics, put them back wherever they belong. If there are dirty dishes lying around, and, and I'm talking about the main living areas, like your living room, your family room, media room, whatever space you kind of use the most. Dirty dishes, take those in and load them in the dishwasher or put them in the sink. Uh, Straighten the cushions, maybe fold up the throw blankets. Generally just put things back where they belong. You're only going to spend 15 minutes or less to do this, but it will make the space More pleasant to be in, more orderly looking, more relaxing to spend time in. And there are great times to do this, like right before you go to bed, so that when you get up in the morning, things are kind of in order. Uh, Maybe before leaving for work, if you go out of the house for the day or for school. If you have kids in the house, you might need to do this a couple of times a day, like right before nap time and right before dinner or something like that. But again, you're spending just a few minutes to just put things back in order. Now, honestly, doing this generally only takes maybe five minutes because you're not doing a deep clean. You're just kind of quickly tidying things up, putting things back where they belong. And so if you've got 15 minutes and it only takes five minutes to toss the trash and put the dishes in the sink and that sort of thing, you might want to consider doing a quick sweep or a vacuum if the floors need some attention. But the point is 15 minutes or less and you've reset these main areas and made your home a more pleasant place to be in. So those are five Um, quick productive things we can do in 15 minutes or less in the home. The next category is five productive things we can do sort of in, in the general life and general organization category. So often we procrastinate on things that need to get done because we overestimate how difficult they'll be or how much time they'll take. And so we, you know, they just keep, hanging over our head. But in 15 minutes, there are several things you can do that can knock things off your to-do list and get them off your mind. So they're not hanging over your head anymore. And the first one would be to make a phone call. Maybe you've got a phone call you need to return that you just keep forgetting to do, or you haven't, you think it's going to take a long time. Well, you can make a phone call, take 15 minutes. Sometimes I I will confess there are times in my work life where I return a phone call like over the lunch hour or late in the day, hoping that the person that I'm returning the call to is going to be at lunch so that I can just leave a quick message. But in any event, you can return a call pretty quickly if you sort of maintain control over that and not let it turn into a, a long conversation. Uh, So make, you can make a phone call, you can return a call, you can make that call to schedule an appointment. Maybe you need your annual checkup or you need to, these days in Texas anyway, if you need to renew your driver's license in person, you have to make an appointment for that. So, you know, whatever it is, uh, if, if you need to schedule an appointment, you've been putting that off and you've got 15 minutes or less, you can do that. Just take the time to look up that phone number and make that call. Or maybe you need to make a call to get some information you need for, you know, checking on a question about a a bill that you got in the mail or information you need for a project you're working on at at work. Whatever it is, one great productive use of 15 minutes or less is to make a phone call. And and again, maintain control over that and not let it turn into a 45-minute gab fest. Uh, the number two thing in this category that we can do that's very productive that you can do in 15 minutes or less would be to process your email inbox. And this is particularly, you know, if you use email for work and you get, like I do, hundreds of emails you could spend all day working on it or you can let it completely get out of control. Neither of those extremes is particularly productive, but in 15 minutes you can do some work on processing it. So what you do in that 15 minute increment is first of all, you triage it very quickly, scan down through the emails that are there Can I delete any of them without even reading them? You know, you know, it's a spam email or a newsletter, you know, you're not going to read or something like that. Just delete it. Then take a few minutes to reply to the, the urgent ones that really need a response right now that you can respond to quickly. And then with your remaining minute or two, whatever's left that maybe there are some that you need to, um, reply to, but it's going to take a little more time. You need to do some research first or craft a a really thoughtful response, put all those into an action folder and then put a reminder on your calendar to take that action. So, you know, look quickly at your calendar, say, when am I going to deal with these so that I don't forget about them and they get the attention they need and put that uh, an appointment with yourself on your calendar. You can, Do all that in 15 minutes. And if you do that, you know, once a day, twice a day, you can work your way through your email inbox pretty quickly that way and get rid of that backlog. The third thing you can do in sort of general organization productivity category in 15 minutes or less is to brainstorm the next steps on an important project or goal, whether it's a work project or goal, or whether it's a personal something you want to do. This is especially helpful if you've really been stuck and not making progress because, you know, this has been hanging out there. It's something you need or want to do, but it feels overwhelming. Well, taking 15 minutes to sit down and brainstorm the next steps can make all the difference in your ability to make that progress. And what you do is you sit down with a pen and paper, and maybe you set a timer if you need to, and then just start brainstorming all the steps that need to be taken to accomplish that goal or complete that project. And it's important in doing this that you don't worry about putting them in the right order to start with. The idea here when you're brainstorming is just get everything written down, whatever comes to mind um, that's related to this goal or this project. So questions that need to be answered, people you need to talk to, supplies that you need to obtain, help that you need to recruit, and each individual step that has to be completed, whatever comes to mind, put it on there. And because when you have them all on paper, it's so much easier to see what needs to happen first, that thing that needs to happen before you can do the other things kind of deal. And it makes it easier for you to get started. Because the other thing I would say in doing this is save 30 seconds, 30 to 60 seconds at the end to identify, all right, what's the thing I'm going to do next? What's of all these things I've thought of, what's the first one? Is it I've got to call so-and-so to get some information? Is it I need to, you know, go to the store and get these supplies, whatever it is, whatever's the first thing you're going to do, um, identify that and put it on your calendar when you're going to do it. So in the last 60 seconds or so of this 15 minutes. Once you've brainstormed everything you can think of, uh, all the steps that need to be accomplished to, to achieve this goal or complete this project, you're going to identify what's the next thing you're going to do. The first thing on of all that stuff, what are you going to do first? And you're going to look at your calendar, identify when you're going to do it and make that appointment on your calendar to get that thing done. Uh, The fourth thing, uh, productive thing you can do in 15 minutes or less is similar to this, but it's a little, whereas we were just talking about brainstorming steps for a specific project or goal. uh, Number four is more general and that's to do a brain dump. And we talked about this I don't remember if it was last week or it might've been a couple weeks ago, we talked about uh, doing a brain dump. It's something that is so helpful to do when we're feeling overwhelmed or distracted because all this stuff is rolling around in our mind, whether it's things that need to be done or things we're worrying about or whatever it might be so take 10 to 15 minutes to do a, a brain dump and similarly to the one we just talked about you're going to grab a pen and paper maybe set a timer if you want to and start quickly listing everything that's on your mind that thing you're worrying about that thing you got to remember to do that call you need to make that person you need to talk to that uh, you know thing you've been sort of daydreaming about whatever it is write it all down and uh, just get everything out of your head onto paper so that you can look at it and this is can easily be done in 15 minutes or less and it's so productive because as we've talked about many times when we're using our brains to remember things or ruminate on these sort of vague things it, it is taking away mental energy that we could otherwise use for creative, thinking or problem solving. it Our brains can only do so many things at once, really only one. And so getting uh, all this stuff out of our head where we can look at it and evaluate it and decide what to do about it, it makes it more concrete, sometimes less frightening. If it's something we're worrying about, when we if we write it down, we can look at it and we can be a little more objective about it instead of wasting our, our time and mental energy on worrying about it. We can evaluate it and maybe come up with some action steps to take about it. So doing a brain dump can be a really productive thing to do with your time And just like the previous one, I would encourage you to save a minute or two at the end of this to identify an action or two from the list that you're going to take and decide when you're going to take those actions and get them on your calendar. That makes it even more productive because it's, it's just stuff on paper until you decide to take action and you schedule the time that you're going to take the action and then finally uh the 10th thing on our list but number 5 in this category of sort of life in general organization is plan your MITs for the day uh your most important tasks Uh, Plan what those are going to be for the day or for the next day if you're doing this in the evening. And the idea here is again, with you've only got 10 15 minutes to do, sit down really quickly, look at your calendar for the next day, maybe for the next couple of days. What do you have coming up that is going to need attention? Look at your master to do list or that brain dump you just did if you do that. And looking at the next day or the day, if you're doing this in the morning, based on the time available to you, what appointments you have, how much free time you have, or unaccounted for time, uncommitted time, uh, and the relative importance and urgency of the things on your to-do list, what are your top three to five, no more than five tasks for the day? Uh, These are your most important tasks, the MITs, the ones that are going to make the biggest difference, the the key tasks that, that you intend to get done that day. Write those down on a post-it note, on a three by five card, at the top of your to-do list, wherever you want to put it. Highlight those. Those are the things that you're going to get done no matter what. Uh, So you've planned those. You've already got a head start on getting things accomplished because you've identified what's most important. And then the last part of this is decide of those three to five MITs, which one will you do first? Uh, And that's your 15 minutes or less. And now you can go and start taking action. So those are 10 uh, productive things we can do in 15 minutes or less in two categories, one around the home, one in just, you know, life in general organization. The last five uh, productive things we can do in 15 minutes or less are in the category of self-care or restoration. We've talked a little bit about this recently, about how important self-care is. We had a recent guest where that was the main thing we talked about was self-care with Jamie McLaughlin. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I encourage you to check that out. But here are, uh, as I, I sat down, just kind of like I talked about earlier, as I thought I wanted to talk about this topic, uh, to prepare this episode, the outline for it, the first thing I did was sit down and brainstorm a a whole list of things we could do in 15 minutes that would be productive. And I did that in about 15 minutes. And then I spent, of course, more time organizing my thoughts and, and thinking about what, which ones made most sense to talk about. So in this category, five, productive things we can do in 15 minutes or less uh, for self-care or restoration. we got to take care of ourselves in order to be productive in every sense of the word. And so the first one under this category, number 11 on the list overall, is take a nap. Sometimes the most important and most productive thing we can do is rest. We talked recently about how important it is to rest and how we can learn to give ourselves permission to do that. And so if you are feeling, you know, exhausted, distracted, just worn out and unable to focus, maybe what you can do with 15 minutes is take a nap. There's lots of articles out there about how, you know, key people, leaders, world leaders and business leaders take naps every day and maybe you don't have time to go, you know, take an hour long nap. And actually that might not be particularly productive anyway. Often if you sleep more than 20 minutes or so, you're going to wake up feeling groggy, but 15 minutes, you can get some rest done. So Be serious about this, though. Make it a real rest time, a real nap, kind of like what maybe was done, what you did when you were in kindergarten. Do what the teacher did for you. Dim the lights in the room, maybe close the blinds, grab a throw blanket to cover you, set a timer or an alarm so you don't have to worry about oversleeping, and then lie down and close your eyes. If Even if you don't sleep, 15 minutes of rest in this way can make a difference for your energy level and your ability to focus for the rest of the day. And it is much more effective than, you know, plopping on the couch, scrolling your phone or watching some mindless TV. If you need rest, Really rest and give yourself permission to do this. 15 minutes can make a big difference for the rest of the day. Number two under this category is take a walk. If you've got 15 minutes, uh, getting your heart rate up is good for you, both for your physical health and your mental health. Uh, If you do it after dinner or or after a meal, I've read several things recently that talk about uh, how taking a walk after a meal is good for the digestion. But in any event, a change of scenery can restore your focus and energy, especially if you can get outside in the fresh air and sunshine. So if you've got 15 minutes and uh, you don't wanna take a nap, but you're, you're just losing steam, whether you're working from home or working in an office, get up and go for a quick 15 minute walk. Get outside if you can, But if you can't, um, you know, like right now uh, in North Texas, it's August and the daytime temperatures here are near 100 degrees Fahrenheit Uh, So, and it's humid. So walking around outside is not very relaxing for me anyway. So even if you can't get outside because of the weather or whatever, Uh, Even getting on a treadmill or walking the halls at the office or or going up and down a few flights of stairs can give you some great benefits in terms of getting your heart rate up, getting your blood pumping, getting that change of scenery and change of perspective that can help you go back to your work refreshed and and, uh, energized and ready to get back to work. Uh, The next one on the list is to read a chapter of a book. This could be, I I would recommend that it be something maybe motivational, inspirational, or informative. So uh, there are lots of books out there. We've talked recently about some of my favorites that I'm enjoying right now, Uh, but something that that motivates you or inspires you, whether it's a sacred text that's important to you or uh, a, a biography of someone you admire or an informative book about something related to your work or to a project that you want to work on, a goal that you have. You can read a chapter usually in 15 minutes or less. And feeding our mind and our spirit always is a good thing. Uh, It amounts to self-care and is a very productive thing. Good books can broaden our perspective. They can exercise our minds, give us food for thought, things to think about, uh, give us ideas that can, you know, inspire creative work on our side and can feed our souls. So taking 15 minutes to read a chapter of a book is always time well spent. And on this point, I would say eBooks are great. I love eBooks. I read a lot of things. Mostly I read fiction in the Kindle app on my little iPad mini, but there are benefits to putting the screens away and reading an actual paper book. In particular, if you're going to do your 15 minutes of reading right before bed, consider putting your phone or your iPad away and reading an actual paper book because there are benefits to doing that. Spending less time on screens right before you go to bed, you're, you'll sleep better. The fourth thing under the self-care category and the 14th thing on our list overall, that is something productive you can do in 15 minutes or less is to cancel a commitment you made, but have been dreading. Now we can't always cancel things uh, without repercussions anyway, but sometimes it's an important thing to do overall for the productivity of your life and for your own self-care. I don't know about you, but for, for lots of us, sometimes the hardest productive thing to do is to say no. And we sometimes say yes, when we'd rather not, we feel backed into a corner. We don't want to disappoint someone. And so we say yes, without thinking and without realizing the, the thing we've committed to is not in alignment with our values, or it's taking time that we really need to spend elsewhere, whatever the reason is, maybe there's some, something you said yes to a commitment you made that you have been dreading it's, and it's weighing on you in 15 minutes or less, you can bite the bullet, retake control of your time and energy and cancel it whether it's a party, an event, a conference, a thing you said you would do. Now, there are ways to do that to be a little bit less disappointing, but you may need to just be prepared for whoever you're canceling with to be disappointed and be okay with that. And you can say, I'm sorry to do this Hopefully, you're not doing it at the very last minute. uh, And maybe you can suggest someone else to take your place. That always softens the blow a little bit. But sometimes we just have to do that. I recently had someone do that. And I think maybe this is why I thought about this. I had an interview scheduled for someone who's going to be a guest on an upcoming episode of the podcast. And she messaged me an hour or two ahead of the the scheduled interview time and apologized, but said she needed to reschedule for reasons. I I won't go into the specifics, but it was, it was a self-care decision and it was the right one for her. And it's fine. We have plenty of time to do the interview before the episode is scheduled to be published. So it wasn't the end of the world, but I, I admired her for doing that make that decision. Sometimes we have to make a decision that's right for us, even if it's going to disappoint someone else. And as I said, if we can do something to soften the blow a little bit, uh, suggest someone else to take your place or an alternative way of dealing with it or reschedule, if it's something you want to do, but just not now, but ultimately no one's going to take care of you, but you And this is something you can do that's very productive in 15 minutes or less. And the final thing on the list that comes under the the self-care category, and this is number five under that category, number 15 on our list overall, in 15 minutes or less, you can check in with someone you love. As I've said before, a life that matters almost always matters in relation to people, but sometimes when we are very busy, relationships can be neglected, even those that are most important to us. And, you know, we may think, well, I, I need to have time. I want to get together with my best friend, or I want to have a date night with my husband, or I want to do something really special with my child as soon as time frees up to do it. But, you know, time doesn't free up, does it? So, long heart to heart conversations are awesome as are those memorable occasions. But when time doesn't permit those things, we can still nurture those important relationships with a f- quick phone call or an in-person chat, maybe over dinner. And I'm talking about, you know, face-to-face eye contact with your spouse talking about something other than what needs to happen you know with the kids tonight or tomorrow or maybe it's a face to face eye contact something with your, one of your kids or your parents or your best friend that lives nearby or that best friend that you lives far away that you haven't seen in a long time in 15 minutes or less, you can check in, let them know you're thinking about them, make that phone call uh, or a zoom call or something like that. Just to say, hi, I was thinking about you. How are you doing? What's new in your world? I only have a few minutes, but I wanted you to know I care and, uh, and I'm thinking of you. So those are my 15 uh, things, productive things we can do in 15 minutes or less. There are tons more. What's funny is after I had outlined this episode, but before I came in to record, usually what I do is I get an outline pretty much done, what I think I want to say about it. And then I'll take a break and do something else, a, another task around the house or have have lunch or whatever. Well, in this particular case, after I finished outlining this episode, I sat down to, to, uh, eat an ice cream bar, actually, and uh, watch one of my favorite YouTube channels. And this is what I mentioned, I think last week on one of my favorites, uh, a YouTube channel, Robin on Faith and Flower. She puts out new episodes on Sunday mornings, and it's Sunday when I was working on this outline. So I sat down to see what her new uh, video was about and thought I'd watch it while I ate my little ice cream treat before I recorded. And I had to smile when I saw the video she had just uploaded for this morning was about five-minute tasks around the house and you know things that we procrastinate but only take a few minutes to do. Uh, so I thought, okay, well, I guess great minds do think alike. So if you're looking for more ideas and inspiration, particularly for getting things done at home, you check out her video, which I will put a link for in the show notes. <music> But what do you think? What are your favorite ways to make productive use of short bits of time? Whether you use that time to get your house or your office in order to, you know, take care of general organization or for self-care, what are some of the things you do with short bits of time that are productive and help you in your journey to making a life that matters I would love for you to share those. You can do that in the comment section of the show notes for this episode, which you will find at theproductivewoman.com slash 359 or post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page. Uh, if you're a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, that's a great place to post your suggestions for good ways to use short bits of time in your productive life. We can help each other out with coming up with great ideas. As always, if you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, I would love to hear from you. You can email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. And and I promise I will read it and I will respond just as soon as I can when I am processing my email. Uh, I think that's it. Remember, it, one productive thing you can do if you haven't already is to check out Text Expander. Uh, it really is one of my favorite productivity tools and something I use many, many times a day. You can learn more about it by visiting textexpander.com podcast and get 20% off your first year, please make sure you let them know The Productive Woman sent you. And that is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I hope you felt like it was worthwhile and you found something in it that was uh, helpful to you. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter.